Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to LiveDeliverance.com here on BlogTalkRadio.com. My name is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. If you're listening to us via our simulcast during the hours of 9 o'clock p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. on Monday night, we are so glad to have you. But if you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or during any other times of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com and give us the times, the dates, the locations or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, we must do it legally and in righteousness. If you hear our content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. All those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Having said all this, we can now get down to the business of the kingdom. So go ahead and get a pen and some paper. And if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. So now, if you would, join your hearts with me in a word of prayer. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your word, your spirit, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus reveals to us the Father and draws into his presence where there is fullness of joy. 
Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to go in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. That we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirit and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, this is part two of an elevated life. Open my uh, understanding to. I would like to impart uh, some of those things to you so that we can wrap this thing up. You know, uh, Jesus cannot come back until we fulfill our part. We're supposed to be conformed into the image of Christ Jesus. We're supposed to be able to grow up in him in all things. So then God's really waiting on us. So if you find yourself in a place of frustration, I would submit to you that it's better for us to begin to live life from an elevated place than just continuing to go through uh, this, that, or the other. He's looking for his church, according to Ephesians chapter 3, to, to, to grow up. He's given us the wisdom. He's going to show through the church the manifold wisdom of God. He's going to show that to the principalities and the powers. He wants to display that so that those that have trusted in him can have a testimony in a great and mighty way. I mean, it's just time for us to to let a yay be yay. (laughs) Our life has been elevated and, and made easy. It's been made complete. That's what Jesus did at Calvary. God has wanted this for us. When he placed his man, the man, in provision, he did not place the man in in frustration. He placed the man in provision. And um, you can kind of see that if you look at Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Uh, he, he states this. He says, thus were the heavens and the earth finished and all the host. And on the seventh day, God ended his made, and he rested on the seventh day from all of his work, which he has made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his works and then which he had made. And these are the generations of the heavens of the earth and of the earth when they were created in the day the Lord made the heaven, the earth and the heavens. And it says, and every plant of the field um, before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew, the Lord, for the Lord did not cause it to rain upon the earth and there was no man to till the ground. I pay particular attention to uh, uh, verse five. It says, every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew. So God is he's wanting to be known as the in-the-beginning God, okay? I want you to know that the plants were in the earth before it was necessary for them to be seen. The herbs were in the field before they grew because purpose had not been established because God had not caused it to rain upon the earth and there was not a man to till the ground. So sometimes when we are are, are looking for something to happen, we're going to have to 
begin to turn things over, till the ground. Okay? That, that's not work in the, okay, that's not work that causes sweat. Because when the man tilled the ground, the ground was uh, ready to uh, release its substance, release its blessing, release its treasures. It was not a, a, a hard thing because after the curse entered the earth, because after the curse, God said, now you have to eat by the sweat of your brow, which tells us that before that, there was no sweat needed. Okay? When we uh, when we get back to the way it was in the beginning, okay, this is how you function in an elevated life. You take yourself back to the place where it functioned from its original intent, okay. I'm not trying to make things happen. That that would be kind of useless. When God has already placed everything that I need before it was seen, before it grew, okay. Since now there is a man to turn things over, to till the, the earth, okay, to discover, let's do it that way, to discover what's in the earth, okay? Man didn't have to uh, go and put stuff in the earth. He simply discovered what was already there. He tilled it. He turned it over, okay? So, 23, I would like for you to uh, refrain from having to work so hard and then find out what the thing God already intended for you to enjoy, find out where it is. Okay? And this does not, okay, come on, y'all. See, an, an elevated life, a life without the frustration, everything that God wanted for you, he already placed in the earth for you. He's placed it in your reach. Okay, yeah, there it is. See, we, we've been fighting I, I, because of, of what sin did to our thinking. That's why we need to have our mind renewed. We go about things backwards. If something's already been given to you, if it's yours, it's under your authority. So then I kill it or I stir it up. I discover it, bring it forth. Okay? This is what we have to begin to, to think about. Don't Approach God as if you were begging God to do something. Because when Jesus left the earth, one of the things Jesus said before he left the earth, on Calvary, he said, it is finished. Came to do is now done. It's accomplished. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law. See, we don't have to find we don't have to place provisions in our path. They're already there. The blessings are seeking us out by commandment. Okay? Goodness and mercy follows us. It's behind. Okay, all right, all right, let's do it this way. When you believe God for something, the evidence of what you believe God for is now going to follow you. Jesus said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. See, the, the signs follow us. We should not follow signs. Okay? I, I want you to get that in your thinking the next year. I, you, you don't follow signs. We, we, we don't have to no longer stay in what would be known as Gideon's army. 
when we are trying to see if God's going to do something, then cause these signs to be made known. Let the let the fleece be wet. Then the next day, let the fleece be dry. See, we don't have to live in that anymore. We are the ones that have been given the authority. We are uh, we are God's creation. We are a speaking spirit. So we can declare and decree a thing, and that thing that we declare and decree will be established unto us, according to what Jesus said. If you will have the faith of God, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea. He didn't say, who shall ever blast this mountain and then go through the rubble and remove all the rubble? He said, no, you are a speaking spirit. See? So we're going to have to learn to live life from an elevated position. We've been made, and we're going to look at that in just a minute, we've been made uh, uh, to sit together in heavenly places because we've been made kings and priests. Kings and priests, both of them do the same thing. They declare. The, the, the most valuable weapon for the king, that's his words. Same thing with the, with the priest. The priest declares the word of the Lord. So that I'm asking you to, to address your life from the position of vocal command. Amen. You're not just begging and pleading, God. He said the reason that that things were not seen is there was not a man to till it, to turn it over, to discover what was there. Again, every plant, every herb of the field before it grew. Okay? So let's go back to that place. There are so many provisions that were given to you by promise that we simply need to cultivate and this is done in our heart this is done in the thinking that takes place in our heart but if i think i don't deserve it then i haven't cultivated it i've blocked it amen so we we need to stop blocking it and and some of those things have been habitually trained into our heart into our thinking see because somewhere, I don't know how we got this, why do we continue to go against what Jesus said? People have said that uh, walking with the Lord is hard. Well, Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Which one are you going to believe? I'm not mad at your grandma or them that told you that through their experience. I'm not upset about that. I get that. But if Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, then I'm going to have to renew my mind and say, wait a minute, no, no. Let me approach this from what he's already promised, from what he's already blessed me with. See? If I'm approaching it as if I'm trying to manufacture something, oh, yeah, that would be hard. See? Because then I've got to, what happens generally with a situation when you're trying to make something that has already been made over again, then you're going to have to dismiss all of the things that were already made. Okay? I, I hope you get that. If you're going to try to remake something, you're going to have to dismiss its original purpose. Okay? Would it not be better to ask questions? If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives this wisdom liberally, and he's not mad because you ask. But let him ask how? In faith. 
He didn't say let the man ask in frustration because, after all, I'm going to have to go do something. No, he said ask in faith, understanding that it has already been given to me. You should start from victory. Beloved, please correct your thinking. Start from victory, not necessity. Glory to God. See, a lot of times in our lives, we are trying to get things done because of necessity. Let's start from victory. It was already in the earth. It was already there. It was in the earth. See? So all of your provisions are in him. <laughs> well, let's try it this way. Since all of your provisions are in him, when you have something that is a, 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 a request that you want to present to God, do you have to go and make God start over again? Romans chapter 10, he, he, he asked this in Romans chapter 10 so that we can see this. Just flip over there. We're going to get back to where we were starting, but I want you to see how this thing says. Romans chapter 10, he, he's going to give you this. You, you have the ability to command by vocal execution. Um, Paul was, was, was giving us some information. And this information that he's giving us is not just uh, uh, um, something that is a, a one-off. It works in every area, every aspect of your life, okay? Let's start with verse 6. It says, but the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise, okay? This which is of faith. There is a conversation that's taking place. This is the proper conversation. The, the, the um, righteousness, which is a faith, says this, speaks this way. Don't say in your heart, who shall ascend unto heaven to bring Christ down from above? Don't say, who shall descend to the deep, that is, to bring Christ again from the dead. Don't have this as your conversation. See, everything that you need is here. He's going to say it and give us an understanding. But, verse 8, what does it say? This is the righteousness which is of faith. What does it say? It says, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. See, I'm not coming here with my own ideas and understanding. This is the way it works. It's the word that's near you, even the word that's in your mouth and in your heart. That's the word of faith that we preach, that if you shall confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. He didn't say confess with your mouth the, the need that you have, did he? He said, confess with your mouth that God has already done this as my Lord and as my Savior. He's already provided this. See? These are the things we have to begin to think correctly, speak correctly. He said, this has to be in two places. It has to be in two places. It has to be in your heart and in your mouth. Okay? If it's not in two places, it's not going to work. If you're trying to intellectually ascend to a thing and you say, I just believe, I believe, I believe, okay, and do that, then it's not in your heart yet. 
Okay, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth starts talking. And you can really tell what's in your heart by what comes out of your mouth. You should gauge that. Because if you're still in the position of begging, wondering, then you, it's not in your heart. It's not in your heart to produce. Okay, all right, all right, come on. See, when you have the word in your heart and your mouth speaks what's in your heart, it produces. But if you have it in your head, then even though you're saying it, it cannot produce. It is vain repetition. That's why Jesus was telling the uh, the people around in the Pharisees and the Sadducees, he was telling you know, don't y'all pray like this. Don't pray like the, the Sadducees. They think that they will be heard because they keep saying it over and over again. See, they didn't connect with it. It's not a belief system that's growing in their heart. Life. See, those words, if they're not life in your heart, they cannot produce life for you. God cannot do anything for you if he doesn't first do something in you. Okay? It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Okay? See, this is the elevated life that we've been called to. One where we eliminate frustration because we have purpose to believe God. To say what he says. He's already spoken to our hearts. We rehearse that. What does it say? It's the word that's nigh you. Even in your mouth and in your heart. That's the word of faith which we preach. Again, it's in two places. And let me say it this way. It has to be in two places at the same time. Amen. See? In my in 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 what I can recall, see, that's not what he's at. He's asking for these words to be alive. Not just words that you quote. He doesn't want you to be a parrot. Hmm. He made parrots lower than you. Amen. He made you a speaking spirit. And a lot of us have walked around just saying a thing, thinking some kind of way that because I said it a lot of times, I'm heard, I'm going to get my victory because of my much speaking. See, so um, Jesus didn't repeat a lot of things when he said it, see, to that situation, to that uh, circumstance. We were just uh, listening at uh, Matthew, excuse me, Mark chapter 11, and Jesus said to the tree, the fig tree, he said, no man eat fruit from thee henceforth, from no more. And then he went on his way. He went on to the city. And when he came back from the city, then Peter said, Lord, look at him. You remember the tree that you cursed? He said, it's gone. I mean, y'all just think about this. The, the tree, overnight, the tree had withered up. Overnight. So much so that when Peter saw the tree the next morning, that he said there's a change that is taking place in that tree. There's not a, a, a something that's working on that tree. No, no, the, the tree has withered up from the roots. Stuff like that. It's in the same place, occupying the same space, but it doesn't look the same. There is an evident change that is taking place, Jesus. And then Jesus said, have faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. 
that whosoever shall shake in this mouth and be thou removed and be thou cast in the street. And do not doubt in his heart, but believe that those words that he says will come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. See, this is the, the way that we're supposed to live our elevated life. Because it's nigh us, even in our heart and in our mouth. That's the word of faith that we preach. That if you shall confess, say what God says with your mouth, that Jesus is the Lord of my confession. Oh, my God, it's just good. Jesus is the Lord of my... I'm speaking because God spoke. That's what Jesus did. He said, I only do the things I see my father do. I only say the things that I heard from him. See it as he sees it. Then release that faith that he's given to us. Then we'll be able to say to the mountain, mountain be gone, and it would obey you. It will pluck itself up. In, the, in, in Luke chapter 17, he said, you say to the sick of mine tree, be thou plucked up and be thou planted in the sea, it would obey you. Because the end has already been spoken. Come on, y'all. The end of the thing has already been spoken. God said it. It's settled in my heart. That is now the end of the thing. So I am simply saying what the end of a thing is. Is it time for you to get out of this frustration? Yeah, I've seen God say, I've sent my word to heal and to deliver. So then now I say what God said. That is the end of a thing. Glory to God. Mm, Okay, again. The thing was already in the earth. So now I'm saying the end of the trial and the thing that's already been in the earth for me, I'm cultivating that. I am bringing that forward. So it's the end of my struggle because my provision, come on, y'all, because my provision has already been seen. It has already been released by me. This is the faith that we preach. Confess with your mouth. The Lord Jesus, he's the one that set this up. This is not, come on, y'all. The the Lord Jesus, if I shall confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus. This is not me doing. This is more me submitting to what has already been done. Okay? This is just what, what we should do. I'm just simply agreeing with heaven. Jesus said I can pray that way. Thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Jesus said, I can pray that way. Thy kingdom. Come on. I'm tired of seeing the the enemy's kingdom in front of me. Lord, your kingdom. The way that I see the revelation that happens in heaven. I I, I need for that to be here. See, I'm, I'm speaking the end of my frustration. The end of my trial. Because that which God has promised is now coming up on my life. And if you shall believe in him from the dead, that God is showing me a revelation of his life coming out of the dead situation that I was facing. I believe that this is the transfer of power that he gave to me. I say this with my mouth. I believe this in my heart. But what, what, what does that mean? 
Because he says if you do that, what will happen? You will be saved. You will be delivered. Because with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. With the heart, man believes unto that which is right, right standing with God, the way a thing ought to be. The man's heart believes unto that. And then because the man's heart believes unto that, then the man says, what I believe is what I shall have. Then the mouth starts moving. Confession is made unto deliverance, unto salvation. These are the the principles that, that, that God has set up from the beginning. This was finished in the day that the Lord made the heavens and the earth. And every plant that was in the field was in the earth. And every herb before it grew was in the earth. And God said, I need a man. Mm, 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 mm. Wow, wow, wow. I need a man that has an anointing, a flow, to then heal the ground. Use the, come on, y'all, come on, come on. Use the anointing. He had not caused it to rain. Rain is representative of the Spirit of God. So he's saying the anointing is what you should use to till the ground. Cultivate Turn over, cause to come out of the earth by the anointing. No, no, not by your tears, beloved. To use the anointing, okay? The, 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 the inspiration that God gave you to live by. See? And, and a lot of times we've been trained that if we bellyache and cry, then we'll get things, we'll get God to move through our tears. Again, Jesus didn't use tears when he came up on that fig tree. He used words because he was anointed, uh, Luke chapter 4. But no, 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 Jesus said, I'm not functioning out of my tears. I'm functioning from what was given to me. He anointed me. Amen. He rubbed on me a transfer. That's what anointing is. It is a transfer of power. It's a rubbing. It's a loan. Amen. See? So it, 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 when, we, when we function from what God says, then we can enjoy what his promise gave us. It was already here. See, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So come on, let's look at that. Come on, come on. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So that means that's telling me that in the place where God has set me, in the place where he's put me, there are provisions that are there because they were already in the earth before I could cultivate them, till them, discover them. That's one of the reasons, beloved, that uh, God doesn't want man to mess up cause the earth to be to function under a curse because everything that you need everything that you would ever need is then placed in the earth he did that before he put his man he put all of the provision in the earth for the man and then out and then out of the earth the place of provision he made the man to live a life that is inspired, in spirit breathed. Wow. 
I hope you can see that. He put everything that the man would need in the earth. And then out of the uh, place that he uh, put his provision, he made the man. The man was made out of the dust of the earth, out of the place of provision. Please see that. He made the provision first. Then he brought the man because the earth is supposed to give its in, yield its increase to the man. Why? Because the man was made out of the provision. <clears throat> my God, my God. This is an elevated life. This is a life of ease. That's what Jesus said. He said, take my yoke, learn of me, for my yoke is easy. Burden light. You'll find rest unto your souls. See? Instead of living in the frustration, I said it this way. You learn best at rest. You learn less from stress. Take my yoke, learn of me. You learn best at rest. You learn less through stress. So if you're frustrated about this or fearful about that, you're going to learn less. And you say, no, 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 he said, yoke easy, burden light. Now, since that's what he said, I'm going to take my information from that position. You know how people have said, Lord, if this don't happen, this is going to be the end of me. See, you, you learn less through stress. That, that really, there is no way it can be changed. If I walk that way, there is no way it can be changed, see, because I'm, I'm entering into the place where rest is leading me, not stress is leading me. I'm supposed to be led forth with peace. Isn't that what he said? If I'm stressing, peace is not leading me, see. If I'm worried, peace is not leading me. Connect with that promise at a higher level. Higher than the circumstances, that's what circumstances mean, things circled around you, standing against you. I don't need to learn from my circumstances. I need to learn by inspiration, by revelation. Because inspiration and revelation causes me to go to my destination. But without inspiration and information, I'm going to have perspiration, frustration. See? That's what I'm going to end up with. And he doesn't want me to live a life sweating it out. supposed to be coming out of that which we speak, the word of faith, which is nigh me, in my mouth and in my heart. That's the word of faith that we preach. So we found that uh, last week that um, God intended for us um, to function from the, the head and not the tail. Go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And some of this is review, and I'm going to try to pick up where I left off because it got good to me. It says, and it shall come to pass that if you will hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments which I commanded this day that the Lord will do what? He will set thee on high. That sounds like to me. That's an elevated life. So if I would hearken diligently, see again, God he has to have your ears and your eyes to line up. 
so that your heart would be filled with the information that comes from heaven and not the information that comes from around you, circumstances. Okay? You, he hearken diligently. Pay more attention to what God is saying. Uh, Jesus said that, the, uh, uh, that Satan is uh, uh, the father of lies. So, okay, let me help you understand. Satan is going to play. Wow, Lord. Satan is going to play with what you see to give birth to things in your life. He's the father of lies. See? Just like he takes lust, and that's not just sexual. It is a desire that is unholy. And he takes that lust, and lust, when it is conceived, brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. This is how it works. See? And so then we'll spend time, wow, Lord, we'll spend time listening to all of the uh, reports of uh, the, the, the world around us, and we will allow that to form our destiny. They know you need to hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord. He made it personal. Thy God. So then that tells me that I cannot, I cannot obey God. That's a good way to say that, sir. I cannot obey God in community. I have to obey God individually. I live it out in community, but I have to obey him single. By myself. The community, hey, come on now, the community cannot get me to heaven. If thou shalt confess, if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus. He didn't say if y'all shall confess. Amen. See? Yes, we serve him in community. Amen. Start with one. If you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, thy God. See? Just like I can't make you go to heaven, I can't make you go to hell. Amen. My thinking cannot make you go to hell. You are going to go to the place of your final destiny according to what you have believed. And God's not going to even get mad at you. He said in Revelation, he that is holy, let him be holy still. He that is unrighteous, let him be unrighteous still. <laughs> so God's not going to get mad. He said, okay, is that what you want? Good. Keep on. You'll get to you'll get to enjoy or endure that. Your choice. You can either enjoy the word of the Lord or endure what He's already said will happen. The end is going to go just like He said. Not one jot, not one tittle shall be changed. Whatever He said, that's what He's going to do. So you can either enjoy or endure. Your choice. I'm giving you information that would cause you to be able to enter into the joy of the Lord. That's the way we're supposed to uh, supply our life, the Bible says in Isaiah 12. It says, with joy, we will drink from the wells of salvation. With joy. So then I'm trying to give you a pathway that will cause joy to work in your life over and over and over again. That's why he can say stuff like, my brethren, count it all joy when you enter into fall into diverse temptations, lusts, and trials. He said, count it joy. Why? Because when joy is before you, that's what Jesus said before him. He said, for the 
joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. You cannot endure what you're going through if you're frustrated by it. Because as soon as you become frustrated by it, it takes you in another direction, away from God. Okay? And God is saying, okay, good. These are the people that will believe me, hear me. In my presence, I'm going to make sure that joy is made full. Okay? So again, this is how you find out if, in fact, you're believing him or if you're just trying to believe him. I just tell my daughter all the time, uh, a trier of the word is not blessed. The doer of the word, that's the one that's blessed. So if you're still trying, then you are robbing yourself, denying yourself from being truly blessed because the doer of the word is the one that's blessed. And sometimes in our lives, we just simply find ourselves trying and become complacent in our effort. Glory to God. Wow. We, we become complacent in our effort, looking for something to change, but we keep, because of the compliance uh, of just to our effort, we think that that's enough. No, it's going to have to, these are the two things that I found is going to be necessary from now on in the kingdom of God. Next one is surrender. He invites you into that which is greater, that which is better. Now that you've been invited into that which is greater and better, you're going to have to give up what you already have. But if you don't believe that that which you have now heard to be better is better, you won't give up what you have. You'll keep holding on to that. You'll keep relying on your the complacency of your effort. Okay? Well, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get out of this trouble. I, I keep finding myself falling for this temptation. Okay, then you're gonna to have to surrender the temptation so that you can then enjoy what He called you to. But if you're going to continue to wrestle with the temptation, see, you haven't surrendered. Invitation and surrender they're required. When you recognize the invitation, now you can enjoy the good. But if you're going to wrestle with, is that for me? If you're going to wrestle with, if I can do that, then you haven't heard the invitation and given heed to that invitation. If you will hearken diligently to all his commandments. Say, if I surrender, then I'm going to hear what he says to do. My steps are ordained. See, each one of my steps have been preordained. That's what I should walk in. So then there is no way. Once I hear what he said and I begin to hearken diligently, then I will do what? Observe to do. I will see how to do. These were things that I had to come to the place of saying, okay, God, since you said it, I'm just going to have to do that. I'm not going to intellectually argue with you and tell you all of the reasons why I can't do it. You don't understand. I was out of the tracks. Well, you who were born, he said, if I can get you to hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, then you will see how to do. See, he told that to Joshua. He said, meditate in this law, this book of the law, day and night. Why? So that you can observe to do all that's written therein. What good is that going to do me? Well, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and you will find, have good success. 
I stopped being frustrated and frustrating those around me. Yeah. Okay. When I hearken diligently unto the voice of, there is no other information that I need. I'm going to hearken unto the voice of the Lord my God. Okay. I'm not trying to, 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 to obey him in community. I'm going to obey him individually. And then as I obey him individually, I will serve him in community. Because he's the one that says, I'll make your name great. Men will see your good works, and they'll start talking about me. See, I can serve him in community. You do this, watch this. He will cause you then. When you observe to do what the things he told you, then he says, the Lord, your God, will set thee on high. Wow. Okay, I'm just reading what I see, beloved. He said that the Lord would set me on high. He didn't say the Lord would make me have to climb up the ladder to success. Please read the scripture with me. If I hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord my God, I will see how to do what he told me to do. And when I do that, the Lord would then set me on high. Wow. So you being born on the wrong side of the tracks, he's going to change your address. He's going to set the on high above. Hallelujah. I mean, if he just set me on high, that would probably be good enough. But he said he's going to set me on high above. Uh, adjectives and verbs into play so that he will continue to have a, a hope that, that wells up on the inside of you. Continue. I don't have to gin it up. I don't have to work it up. I've been made to sit on above Oh, wow, wow, wow. See, it's about invitation and surrender. The invitation is God wants to do this, but if you don't hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, okay? And the voice of the Lord will come at you or unto you in multiple ways. It will come by his word through reading. The voice of the Lord will come that way. The voice of the Lord will come through preaching. See? The voice of the Lord will come through testimonies. Will come, he said. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Okay? So that's the voice of the Lord. Now, if I'm just giving you a... a, a, a because I'm trying to get this done or I want that, then that's not going to cause you to overcome. See? The voice of the Lord does not come through pride. The voice of the Lord will, will, the voice of the Lord is going to be on the other side of an and suddenly moment in your life. <laughs> that 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 you you were believing for this and suddenly the Spirit of the Lord caused it to happen. It wasn't your effort that did. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's got to be by his spirit. See? So then that pride to tell you, you know, I want you to see what's happening. No, 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 no. If, if there is no humility in what you saw God do, then you, you, you're you not ready yet to submit to the voice of the Lord. I've, I've sat through tons and tons of of praise and, 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 and testimony services 
And I, I was trying yet to find, I said yet, trying yet to find God as the one that was glorified and lifted up. I know they stated that this is what it is. I mean, you can, you can, you can hear it in how it's even addressed. Okay? When, when, when God does a thing, then the only person I'm speaking of is God. I'm not speaking about what he did because it's evident he did it. I, I wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for him. So then if I'm spending all the time talking about how I'm enjoying it, I, I haven't entered into the voice of the Lord that's going to build me up. That's going to cause me to see how to turn at his command. See? This is what this is what the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees did. They thought that they were going they, they stood in the high places, uh, as Jesus said, in the in the in the on the way to the store, on the way to get the, the most important parts of their, their lives requirements on that way. If they was going to, to the store or going to the church, these men were at the corners, Jesus said. They were standing in the corners saying all of the right things, if you would, for the wrong reasons, that they might be seen of men. How did we get there, y'all? Come on. This was supposed to be high priests, God's anointed people, and they were trying to be seen of men. When you find yourself thinking from that position, just go with me where God said he resists the proud. But interesting, as he uh, uh, finds people that will be uh, humble, he says he gives more grace to them. You think you enjoyed that testimony? <laughs> Just wait a minute. He's going to give you more grace. <laughs> See? So that's what, he, uh, that's what he wants for us. See? He, he wants us to be able to, to enjoy what he started, what he's doing. See? He wants us to be able to, 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 to give our heart's confession over to what is necessary to build people up, okay? Not just what's necessary to build me up therein. So when you do that, then what will happen is the glory that God has deposited in your words, in your life, will be able to be seen by people, see? They, they will come to know that this is what God is, is expecting. This is what God is trying to, to get uh, over to the people that, that need this. See? This is, this is how God works. It's not a people thing. It's not a transfer, you know, people to people. This is, uh, again, the, 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 the kingdoms of this world are seeing that God is at work. Okay? That's what's going to be seen through his church. That the Lord will do what he will set thee on high. Mm-hmm. And then he says, we're going to get to the point where it showed up good. And all of these blessings, not one of them, y'all. He said, and all of these blessings shall come upon thee, and these blessings shall do what? They shall overtake thee. So, yeah. when a blessing is overtaking me, then really I don't have any other conversation in my life, do I? I'm just perpetually talking about the goodness of the Lord. So if I find myself just continually finding people to agree with me for the breakthrough, then I didn't hear how to hearken diligently 
unto the voice of the Lord my God, because when I do this, blessings with an S shall come upon me, and they shall overtake me. Wow. It'll be so much so that your your value that you give to me, wow, that's good. See, he said the heavens, they declare all they do. They perpetually talk about the glory of God. They declare it. So then the devil got in there and said, well, let's look at uh, 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 astrological signs and the horoscope. No, that's not what the heavens were created for. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. I don't know how we can figure that I'm going to get a horoscope out of that which is glorious. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. But when we get involved in in trying to get people uh, to, to, to follow a path that was not ordained by them, then they get horror prediction. You say, well, you know what, God, I, I, I only want good. Every good and every perfect gift comes down from above. There we go. Help me. I didn't see that coming. It said it comes down from above. So then if a person is on the earth looking up and they expect doom and gloom, then they didn't have the conversation. They didn't listen to the conversation that was happening because the heavens declare the glory of God. How can I have a prediction of doom and gloom? I'm just trying to help me. Go go look at Psalms 19 and see what it says. See? But we can sell a whole lot of newspapers and all kind of astrological books if we get people to look at it from a perverted uh, position. Because then I'm going to explain away my misfortune because it was written in the stars. No, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. Amen. Y'all, I... I I was not headed there, but there it is in front of us. So then we've got to get back to the place where where we can where we can look for that in our life. If I'm going to allow the, the heavens to to give me a doom and gloom thing, then I'm not going to listen at the voice of the Lord, my God, am I? I'm going to come up with the concept of Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be will be. But that's not what God wanted. God wanted me to be able to have expectation of good. That's what the definition of hope is. It is an expectation of good. See? So then because I have, have given my position of thought and surrendered that to God, there was an invitation and surrender. Because I've surrendered that to God, then I only have hope. In God. If you will hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, you'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed in the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, the flocks of thy sheep. Okay, y'all, just so that we see this, everything that he is delineating here is all good stuff, isn't it? When you get to verse 14 through 68, then he's going to tell you this will happen if you don't. Hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. Then he starts talking about uh, stuff that's going to uh, come upon you and overtake you, sickness, disease, plagues, overtake you. So I, the, the question is, which position of heart am I following here? 
I'm going to have increase. Blessed in my, empowered to prosper. That's what the word blessed means. Okay. And he was talking to people that were uh, agricultural. So they needed their ground and the fruit of their ground and the fruit of their cattle, the increase of their kind, their, uh, their flocks of their sheep. He needed them to understand he's interested. Come on, that's just, he's true. He's interested in the stuff that concerns you. In fact, he's not so, uh, uh, he's not removed from what he said. He said he would perfect that which concerns you. He's not just interested in it, beloved. Make it work right all the time. Come on. See? That's what he's interested in. And then he said, in everything that's that's coming at you, the fruit of your body, fruit of your ground, fruit of your cattle, increase of your kind, flocks of your sheep. See? He said, you will be blessed in your basket and your store. And we should understand that's the stuff on my table and the stuff in my bank account. Your basket and your store. See, he said to them, it was their um, their um, their silos, warehouses. So God says, when you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, then all these blessings shall come upon you, and they shall overtake you. You'll be blessed in your table and in your store. You'll be blessed when you come in. You'll be blessed when you go out. The enemies that rise up against uh, against thee to be smitten before your face. They shall come out against you one way and they'll flee seven ways. I love that. They Okay, they're just trying, to, just trying to bring it so that we can hear it. He said, they'll come out against you one day and they'll be running away from you seven days. <laughs> they're going to come before you before thy face. They're going to be smitten before thy face. They will come against you one way and they shall flee before these seven ways. Amen. They're going to be so busy enduring the pain of, of messing with God's sealed ones that they won't have nothing to do for the next week but look for that impending doom. Amen. I mean, you, you won't even have to, so with this thing in mind, I don't even have to worry about what they're doing. They, go, they just became busy trying to vend off the stuff that they ran into, they the ones ran into it. I didn't, I didn't cause it. I remember sharing one time with, with, a, with a brother, and, and, and if they want to run, uh, run into Isaiah 54, let them run into Isaiah 54. It says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, he said, you will condemn them. This is your heritage as a servant of the Lord. Righteousness is of God. You want to run slap into Isaiah 54? Come on, go ahead. Because no weapon, the way I read no weapon, that means no weapon. Doesn't matter. Again, he said the weapon would be formed, but it would not prosper. I shouldn't get upset because the weapon is formed. When I see the, the, the weapon that's formed, I should get happy because that's the end of that weapon. It cannot prosper past that point. And identify the weapon. No weapon formed can prosper. So once I understand what the weapon is, the end of that, the effectiveness of that weapon is now over. It can not prosper. This is good news to me. See, 
I don't I don't have to talk to God about all of the possibilities of the stuff that might happen. It can't. Did I identify it as a weapon? I did. And as soon as it is identified as a weapon, it can not prosper. Excuse me. He used the word shall there. No weapon formed against you shall. That is absolute imperative. In other words, there is no other way for this to work. It shall not prosper. Okay? It, it, it just stopped because I'm hearkening unto the voice of the Lord my God. Diligently think about all the stuff that they might do. They come against me one way. They're going to be busy all week fleeing before me. Hallelujah. They won't be able to deal with all the grace that's on my life, all of the favor that's on my life, all of the victory that's on my life. They won't be able to handle it because they say this will stop them, and in his seven ways, God is going to cause them to have to flee before me. For each weapon, wow, y'all, they will bring that weapon against me. And now they have to flee before me with that weapon seven ways. Glory to God. I am encouraging you that it doesn't matter what you're going through. It matters who you're connected to. Amen. If you will hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, all of these blessings shall come upon you and they overtake you. Uh, To my bank account. Well, God says he would bless you. In your, wait a minute, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's read this again. Oh, Lord Jesus. Verse 7 says, And your, the Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee be smitten before thy face. They shall come against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Verse 8, The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. Wait a minute, please hear this. The blessing is bigger than blessings. The blessing is what causes blessings to flow. And God said he's going to command. He's not going to suggest. He's not going to finagle or play with. He's going to command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. They can't deal with me because everything they try, they run into this commanded blessing that God placed in my life upon multiple bank accounts. In thy storehouses and in all that you set your hand unto thee, unto, and he shall bless you in the land. Come on, y'all. This ain't no stuff when I get to heaven. That's not what he said. This is not a promise for heaven. Hallelujah. This was a promise right here in America. I'm going to command the blessing upon me in multiple bank accounts and in everything that I set my, all means all, and that's all it means, and all that I set my hand unto. If I would just hearken unto the voice of the Lord, I ain't got time. I, I, I don't have time to listen at the naysayers because God has already released a commanded blessing on everything I put my hand to. But, but you came from the wrong side of the track. Well, I'm going to show you what the wrong side of the track can, can do if they would hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord their God. Okay? This is, this, is what is, this is what an elevated life should do for us. I, I, we become unstoppable 
Why? Because I'm spending more time listening at what God is saying than anything anybody else is saying. Well, nobody else has ever done that. I got nothing to do with that. He said he would command the blessing upon me in what I set my hands unto. In everything I set my hand unto. From the God touch, he's going to command a blessing upon me in my storehouses and in all that I set my hand unto. And he shall bless me in the land that the Lord God, I love this next word, giveth thee. This is not what God has done. This is perfect present tense. In the Lord, in the land which the Lord thy God giveth me. Does it not say in, in Psalm 69, 8, uh, 18, 19, that the Lord is going to, uh, he's going to daily load you down with benefits? Daily. I'm not trying to get one blessing to last my whole life. Every day, he's going to load me down. It's benefits. Daily, he's going to cause multiple blessings to come upon me and overtake me. This is why it would behoove us to spend more time listening at the voice of the Lord our God who's going to affect all of this change in my life. So then when I see anything that the devil does, they're going to come out, my enemies are going to come out one way, but now I'm going to see seven ways that they got to get a run. They got to get up out of God. Did you hear him say in this scripture that I was going to have to fight my enemies? He said, they're going to come and they're going to flee. Amen. All I got to do is resist the devil. That's my job. Stop assisting the devil by listening at the communication that comes from someone that does not have a covenant with God. That's what David said. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's saying all this crazy stuff? So I'll tell you what. Then you won't say that, Goliath. Tell you what. This, you come at me with the spear and the sword. He said, well, then I come at you, and I'm not bringing anything except the name of the Lord my God. I'm coming at you in that name. And then he reached in his house and pulled out one stone. I mean, you can almost look at that as without effort. This was a, a person that practiced slinging stones with his, uh, with his sling all the time. He would protect his sheep with those stones in his pouch. So then he got to be pretty good. And the Bible says he was pretty good in his right hand and in his left hand. He can come within a stone's throw of anything that he was trying to aim at. See? So this becomes, this represents that which is effortless to him. This is an automatic with him. It ain't no, oh, I hope I can hit this. No, no, no. He says, excuse me. I'm coming at you with the name of the Lord my God. He said, and now this day, God's going to give you into my hand. See, the confidence that, he, that he's releasing in the things that God has trained him in. My God, my God. See? 
And so then he, he let the, the, the stone go out of the sling. Next thing you know, the, the Bible says that the stone did some stuff. Mm, the, the stone sank down in his head. The stone did that. Amen. It didn't say, give me the understanding or connotation that because of his skill this happened. He said, no, it's because of his faith and his belief. I come at you in the name of the Lord God, who is almighty, the Lord of hosts. I'm I'm moving under that anointing, and that anointing has never failed me. That anointing delivered me from a bear. That anointing delivered me from a a, a lion. Not only did that anointing deliver me, it delivered all of the sheep that were mine, that were under my authority. Amen. I mean, it would be one thing if I threw the stone and the stone gave me enough time to speed out on it and escape. We say, no, 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 no. This is going to be a once in I'm going to swing this at you, and when it comes in contact with you, you're over. It's, it's finished with you. Then the Bible says that as the stone sunk down in his hand, it says Goliath fell to the ground. And then David said, now nah, I've got to go on and finish the job. He took Goliath's sword and cut his head off with his sword. Glory to God. Okay? I mean, we need to hear these accounts. They're not stories. These are accounts of what happened by the Spirit of the Lord. Participate in this. Then I, I, I begin to enjoy untold victories. It says, the Lord, verse 8, shall command. I was trying to get past Deuteronomy 28, y'all. I'm trying to pray for me. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and all thy sentence thy hand to. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he swore unto thee. If thou wilt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. And walk, this last week I, I, I saw this and said these things, that we, we walk in the ways of the Lord. I don't see a way that God has for my life as a possibility for defeat. Amen. From faith to faith. I don't see. I don't see retreat as one of the ways of the Lord. Amen. I don't see that. I don't have a problem with stand still and see. Okay. That's not a retreat. That's for me building myself up on my most holy faith. Faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. That's a stand still and see. That was not a go back and, and recoup it. No, 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 no. See, the voice of the Lord is always going to give me an invitation into that which is greater. Jesus, before he left, he said that you will do greater things than this. The invitation of the Lord always calls me into greater so that I can activate faith and then follow the steps that faith has ordained for me. For faith always causes me to triumph. Through faith, we understand. Okay? I'm not trying to understand logically. I, I turned that part off. Okay? I, I, I want to understand through faith. Okay? Because as I do that, then I will come to the place where I perpetually please him. He will see me going from glory to glory. He will see me living this elevated life. A life that's supposed to be and his daughters. 
See? Verse 10 says, And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, and the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy ground, and the land in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. And the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give rain unto thy land in his season. So then whatever God is wanting to do, he's going to cause the heavens to open up and he will let you partake of his good. He could have just said, and he will open up his treasure. But he gave us a greater understanding that our expectation should only be for that which is good. So here we go. We, I mean, these are just things that people have said they didn't mean any harm. They were speaking out of their experience, and I appreciate that. But the promise did not uh, give me, bring me to a place where I'm going to have to endure the hardness. Because every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from above from the father of lights in whom there is no variableness neither a shadow of turning so that tells me that god wants to give me a good gift he's not interested in me going through the bad things to get to the good thing he's there's no shadow of turning in him every good gift and every perfect gift to finish that point if you're on the earth then he says everything that comes down should be that which is good for you you remember when they were looking at uh, up at the angels and the angels came down when jesus was born and the angels said this they said peace on earth goodwill towards men the conversation was god's not mad heaven is pleased to give you these things it's the father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom so that means that every gift that's coming down from above is a good gift and it is a perfect gift god's not thinking about changing his mind there is no variableness neither a shadow of turning but through teachings We've heard that, 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 that God is as schizophrenic as we have been because we think that, that, that God is going to give us good and bad. No, there's no shadow. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness and no shadow of turning. Okay? No variableness means that there's no, no possibility of changing, is it? If I have an expectation that, you know, it's going to be hey, sarah, sarah, sometime good, sometime bad, then that's what I'm going to have as a direction for my life. Would you have things that are in front of you? Yes, that seem like they are against you, but you've got to remember, as soon as I can identify that as a weapon formed against me, that weapon has lost all of its strength. It shall not prosper but if i'm going to give it life by saying oh yeah well this is what happened too i feel like that's what they believe they could have agreed with god when you agree with the devil it's your choice 
did he not say, I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, hint, choose life that you and your seed may live. See? So he, he left us a choice. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Choose you. See, but a lot of times we are influenced by circumstances, things circled around us, standing against us. We are influenced by the lies of the devil because every time he speaks, he's lying. He's the father of lies. When he speaketh, Jesus said, there is no truth in him. He's a liar from the beginning going to go because of how it has gone. Everybody on this side of the track, we had to go up climbing up the rough side of the mountain. I don't know why you were climbing the mountain in the first place. You should have spoke to it and it would have removed itself and been cast into the sea. Again, I'm not taking any scripture and trying to make it do something that it was not intended to do. I'm trying to put those scriptures back into your hearing accurately. That's all. See, that doesn't make me a, a great big to, to, to do. All that simply makes me is a servant of the Lord. That's all it makes me. I say what he says. I do what he says. That's all that makes me. I mean, I, one person said, I'm just a mailman. That's all I am. Okay. I'm not the one that was the author of the book. I'm simply the mailman. I'm delivering what the book said to you. Amen. Okay? And then you can go back for yourself, and you can look at Deuteronomy chapter 28, and it will read exactly as I stated, because I'm just the delivery boy. I'm the mailman. I'm not the author. Amen. Okay? I mean, it has been said that uh, if you want to uh, keep people from doing the right thing, put it in the book because we don't read what's in the book. We don't study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that's not ashamed, that's rightly dividing the word of truth. The only invitation that I can present to you is that which comes out of the word of God. Read it for yourself. How readest thou? Say. These are his plans. These are his thoughts that he thinks towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to, to give you an expected end. These are his words. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give rain in thy land in his season. In the time when you need refreshing, he's going to send it. And... His good treasure is going to cause you to understand that he wants to bless all work of thine hands. This is, the, this is the second time that he said that he wants to bless. This is the third time that he said he wants to bless the work of your hand. I believe that anything that's in the scripture, the Bible says it this way, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So here we have three witnesses. That tells me he wants to establish this word in your life. Amen. He's looking for the opportunity that you will follow him in the thing that he's promised. 
He says, and as you do this, because of the good treasure being open, because the rain has been given unto you in in the season, and to bless the work of your hands, he says, because of this, you shall then do what? Lend to many nations and not borrow. Amen. The Lord will make thee the head and not the tail. Be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If you will hearken to the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, that you can observe and do them. He's wanting to establish this in your heart so that the established heart of an elevated life will flow out unto your victory. This is what God is wanting to do. He wants to show himself strong. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro over the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those that have a mature or perfect heart towards him. And then belly again. No, they say, no, 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 no. See, I could say with my mouth, confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord over this situation. And believe in my heart that even though it seems dead, God is causing resurrection power to kick in for my life. Because with my heart, I believe unto righteousness. With my mouth, confession is made unto one thing and one thing, only deliverance, salvation. It's not made into a maybe. But there has been given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these great and precious promises, I would escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. And besides this, I'll add to my faith virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, godliness. See, when I begin to function from that position, I get to enjoy, not endure. I get to turn it around. This doesn't even have to take uh, uh, 100 years because he hastens in the morning. Just like when Jesus came and he cursed that fig tree and the fig tree died from the root, you have the same ability of faith working in your life that quickly. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to go and work on that. No, 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 you haven't believed unto work. Okay. You, you need to go to the place where I believe in God's doing the work. Jesus, that's what he said. It's not me that's doing the work. It's the Father in me. I believe unto submission. I believe unto sacrifice. Invitation, surrender. The Lord shall open unto you. Did it say you will, you will cause to be open? The Lord shall make you the head, not the tail. See? The, the Lord shall establish you, a holy people unto himself. The Lord shall command his blessing upon thee. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that come out against you one way to be smitten before thy. I didn't do it. This was the Lord. These are the, this is the process of all of these blessings coming upon me and overtaking me. The invitation leads to surrender. Your way or God's way? God's waiting on you today. Father, we just thank you and bless you 
for the invitation that you set before us. And now our response is to simply surrender frustrations, anxieties, and fears. Surrender our way of thinking, our way of doing. And let that invitation put us in the place of victory perpetually because you want to do that. You want to command the blessing upon us in the land that you give unto us. You want to cause us to be able to enjoy the good and the perfect gift that comes down from the Father of life in whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Thank you, Father, for the invitation of your goodness, your grace, and your mercy that equips us for victory unto victory. Thank you, Lord. We commit it to you now. Done through the work of your Son by the Spirit of the living God. Thank you, sir. We receive that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, again, as we always do, we give you an opportunity. If there are any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, uh, we'll give you an opportunity to, to do that. So uh, area code 404 295 Area code Four four two nine five five eight two zero. You have the mic. Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? Steve, I just want to tell you that uh, I stayed up to let you know that it was a wonderful message, and I really gonna hold on to what you said about once the uh, if the weapon is formed, then it can't prosper because it formed. And it just made so much sense to me that it died out because it formed. And I'm like, okay. So I got, I got to realize this. this a, that's a powerful word there. So everything was really good. So thank you so much. Amen. Thank you for being a part of the call um, tonight. And, and that is a, a good word. I remember how I recognized that I was going through something and was frustrated and belly aching to God and saying, what about, what about, what about? And he said, what about my word? I said, okay, well, then just show me because I know I don't know. And then he showed me that, that if I, if I know the weapon is formed, I can identify it. shall not prosper. Amen. Area code 770-964-7501. You have the mic. 770-964-7501. Any comments or Tough questions about the ministry tonight. Um, I got. Uh, Go ahead. I enjoyed the part about uh, it says hearken, and a lot of times I think hearkening to me means you're asking for instruction. But a lot of times Correct. we don't really ask for instruction. We're asking God to agree with what we think about things. But God is saying. Hearken to what I've already told you, and then you do that. Then you can't have nothing but good success. I thought about that, and I thought about the anointing you were talking about when David you know, David said he came with the power of the Lord, so to speak. And what happened, with, what really got me and always struck me as strange, we know he struck him down with one stone. But the other thing that always caught my attention was after they described the lies um, armor and all this and the weight of this and that, God had to be with David to be able to pick up that sword to be strong enough <laughs> yeah. to chop off 
that giant said, because if you listen, look at well, how much they said all this way, yeah, yeah, and they said, yeah. yeah. That anointing had to be strong enough for him to get in there, to pick that soda up, Come on. and to be able to swing Come on. strong Come on. enough to take off a giant's head. I think about all those things that we yeah. we didn't even think that could happen, that God always made yeah. happen. It's miracles, miracles, yeah. things we would have never thought yeah. could happen. God always, it says it's impossible with us, but it's possible with God. Yeah. And that's, God. that's, that's the whole thing <laughs> that I listen to. What's impossible to us is always possible to God. Wow. Amen. 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 That's very powerful. That's very powerful. Thank you. Yeah. That that's you, you were kind of waking up, but thank you. I mean, that is just really, really uh, 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 an awesome revelation that even after uh, what we know as our part, God still is going to anoint you to go further. Again, the invitation of God is always to greater. Like you say, there was no way for him to pick up that heavy dog on sword and cut the man's head off. But because of the anointing that God placed on his life for that situation, for that circumstance, he was able to do it. Very good point. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the call today. Um, area code 312 330 4024. You have the mic. Area code 312. 
Amen. You know, I said that exactly how I heard it. I'm not just hearing from God for you. I'm hearing from God with you. Amen. He's using my voice, but he is awakening things in me because of your desire to hear from God. So, amen. Glad to do that. Area code 404-536-7829. You have the mic. Any questions or comments about the ministry? Area code 404-536-7829. You have the mic. Yes, I just want to say I, I enjoyed the ministry, and I um, appreciate how you're able to reference scriptures concerning what you're speaking of, and I just enjoyed it tonight, and I appreciate it. Amen. Thank you again for being on the call. And then I will also say that as um, as, as I have sown into your lives that was the spiritual, the Bible says it is no small thing that you should be able to then um, give of your natural substance unto the Lord. So as uh, we've heard um, the, 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 the anointing flow into our lives and situations, then we're going to ask you to go ahead and sow a seed here at LiveDeliverance.com of offerings. And, and, and those of you who are cyber members can even tithe uh, at this time because we are only on the air through the free will offerings of you, those who listen and participate in the call uh, every Monday. So we thank you for that. I'm thanking you in advance, knowing that God says he is not willing to do it out of a cheerful giver, and he is able to make all grace abound towards you so that you will always, under all circumstances, have more than enough to give to every good work and charitable donation. And we believe that this is a good work uh, of the Lord as he reclaims airwaves that were used for things that were uh, dishonest and, 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 and abusive to us, hurting us. So this is one of the ways that we can reclaim that space. As you give to LiveDeliverance.com, you're able to give the glory to the Lord that is due his name. So, again, just go to the website, look for the Donate tab, and and be obedient to the Lord. So until the next time that we get together next uh, Monday, um, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. Until next time, be blessed.